Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Join me in celebrating Women's History Month. On March 27th, I'm hosting a special virtual event for her by her presented by Fiverr. We'll be spotlighting and interviewing some of the most successful female business owners and their experiences with Fiverr. In the U.S., women are driving growth, and each year that percentage increases. Women-led startups have more than doubled since 2020, and from 2019 to 2023, women-owned businesses' growth rate outpaced the rate of men's in new businesses, employment, and revenue. In this panel discussion, you'll hear from top female business owners who have not only started their own companies, but cater to women through their products and services. Don't miss out. Head to bossproject.com slash RSVP and save your seat for this empowering event created by women for women. It's free to attend. I can't wait to see you there. That's bossproject.com slash RSVP. This message is sponsored and brought to you by Fiverr. Hey, I'm having a party. Are you coming? Always. Okay, good. All you got to do is open up your phone, open up the podcast app, Search the Strategy Hour podcast. That's the one you're listening to literally right now. And leave a five-star review. Type a couple of nice glowing sentences about what you love about the show and what you're going to take away from this episode. And then go screenshot it. Share it on Instagram. Tag us at Boss Project. When you do, you're entered to win our monthly giveaway. And you can either choose a free month to our creative template shop, or you can get a free copy of Trello for Business. And when you do girl, it's going to be awesome because you can choose what you win when you win the giveaway. Yep. But you're only eligible if you leave that review, snap a picture, tag us on Instagram. Today on the show, we have Braden Drake. He runs Braden Drake Law, where he works one-on-one with a handful of clients to help them with their legal and tax stuff. But outside of that, he's been helping people unfuck their biz, get their biz shit together, treat themselves like the CEO they need to be. And today on the show, we're covering a lot of what that can look like. Yes. And spoiler alert, Braden just wrote a book and it's coming out in just a couple of weeks. We're talking a little bit about that today. It's all his unfuck your biz framework. And we're talking about kind of the first initial steps on the biggest mistakes that he's really seeing right now happening, especially this year regarding the oh shit tax cycle that he calls it, what you can do, how to know that you're in it and two things you can do to get out of it and just best practices for growing small businesses. We all know like year one, if you're not making a bunch of profit, year two, and year three, there's different decisions that you need to be making to set yourself up for success because we want you to be paying yourself. We want you to be profitable and we want you to be 
paying your taxes. And so we're covering all of that today in this episode. Trust me, I know this topic right off the bat. You're going to be like, oh my God, I'm not like, this is not going to be interesting, but it's super helpful. And Brayden is truly the best at delivering this kind of topic because he does it in such a fun, lighthearted way. So definitely give this episode a listen. If you need to kind of clear up some tax stuff and get your shit organized for the rest of this year and going into next year. And you can grab a free chapter of his book at bossproject.com slash Brayden. Hey, Brayden. Welcome back to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. Super excited. We're super excited to have you. This is not your first time being on the show, but it's been a hot minute. Almost over a hundred episodes ago, you were on. So if you guys want to go listen to a previous episode we did with Brayden, it's episode 369. You can listen to that one after this. We break down a little bit more frameworky stuff, but we're also going to be chatting a little bit about that today. And I really just asked Brayden to come on here to just yell at you guys for about 40 straight minutes about taking your business seriously, treating it like one and protecting yourself. So I'm just going to have Brayden start talking and then we're just probably going to interrupt him with our own (laughs) takeaways and our own experiences of legality and business ownership and being smart business peoples. Okay. Well, be careful what you wish for, you know, I have my own podcast. So sometimes I just accidentally take over. I feel like we all probably do that. Okay. So I am an Enneagram seven, so generally bubbly and fun, but I do have a hard eight wing. So I can yell at people when I need to. My favorite. And love it. And essentially I recently wrote a book. It's currently going through the whole editing process. We'll be here in a few weeks, but the book is called, we can swear on your podcast. Yeah. Fully. So the book is called Unfuck Your Biz, Asterisk for the You. And it's essentially a step-by-step guide to get the legal and tax shit legit in your business. So up until this point, I have my Facebook group, I have my podcast, and I've collected on a Trello board after taking your Trello course. Thanks for that. Soft plug. Yes, off plug, about 500 questions from members of my Facebook group. When they join, I use all these questions to feed my content. And through that, I managed to create my course content and write this book. So at this point, the three of us collectively definitely have a pretty good idea of what everyone's struggling with, with their legal and tax shit. Mm-hmm. And step number one is that if you haven't started doing all this stuff, you just have to start and like rip the bandaid. Oh yeah. This is like, yeah, this is like going through my own personal finance journey and like looking at my credit score and doing the math on what it costs to buy a house in San Diego. (laughs) And it's just like fun to ignore it for a while along with student loans. But at some point you have to like be an adult and do the things. And the same goes with the legalities in your business. Yeah. Thank you. I saw a one bedroom apartment for sale in Brooklyn for $700,000. And I was like, I'm sorry, what people voluntarily live in these places? Anyway, besides the point, you protecting yourself and you having a plan around all of this so that you can perhaps afford buy that one bedroom $700,000 apartment. If you want to afford something like that, just I'm just going to say right now, you probably have to have your ducks in a row. So like, what are those yeah. things? Like, what do you need to have in a row? Yeah. So you got to pay your taxes. You have to what? do your bookkeeping. I know, right? You have, I also call this like the minimum, like minimally viable essentials for your business. So like, ideally you want to form an LLC, but in the beginning, just like get insurance and get a contract, especially if you're a service provider, you need insurance, you need a contract. I've also this year in particular, kind of been seeing a lot of horror stories. So I'm pretty sure you both 
Boss Project is an S-corp, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you know how all of that works. Well, a lot of people don't really realize until they go to form their S-corp that they need to pay themselves a quote unquote reasonable salary. And I know Mm -hmm. that you both do that because they listen to your profit reports, but a lot of people don't. And especially before they're an S-corp when they're a sole proprietorship, they scramble every year at tax season. And they're like, how many deductions can I get? I want to get all the deductions to decrease Mm -hmm. my tax bill. But then when you go to apply for a PPP loan and you're only showing $10,000 in profit, it, or you want to go buy a house and your tax return shows that you have $15,000 in income, this is no good. Mm-hmm. So one of the big focuses this year is sometimes you got to pay a little bit more in taxes to like really get your business legit on paper and set yourself up for success. So those are just like, we're just skimming the surface of some of the issues I've been seeing. Yeah. I will say I get a little frustrated when people get so upset about taxes. Trust me. I get that they're annoying. I get that. But you showing that you have income, Mm -hmm. it's such an important part of your future. Like I learned something the other day that I was like, this is even a thing. So yes, the reasonable salary, but I didn't realize there's not a max because you can obviously make more than this, but you can max out your social security at a certain point. And I was like, oh, like, wait, wait, I need to be making my payroll X so that I get X in retirement. Like I didn't even know that was a thing. And I still discover these things along the way, but I get that some people are using this to like bankroll their lifestyle. And that's not a bad thing. Like enjoy it. But also (laughs) there's certain things you can and can't write off, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I, so I recently just redid our living room, which is the most fun, right? And spent way too much money at West Elm. I used to work there. So like, I know everything they sell. And there were a couple items I was like, I could put this in my office and I could probably take it as a tax deduction, like this beautiful planter and my new fiddle leaf fig, whatever the Mm -hmm. hell they call those. So pretty. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, you know what? I actually, I need to show good profit on my tax return, you know, to prepare myself for all of these adult things. So That's actually the flip side of what a lot of people think about when they start their businesses. On the other flip side, we have something that I write about called the oh shit cycle. And this is specifically with regard to taxes. Any guess as to what that is? Not saving for it. Yes. Do you like how I like, you like how I like to ask you both questions? Sometimes I forget I'm interviewing. (laughs) So I call, I call it the oh shit cycle. And this is what I see all the time. This happens Always. So people will start a business and they're like, oh, you know, I'm going to start an Etsy store. I'm going to start a photography business and then I'm going to get like one or two clients and it's going to be really awesome. I'm going to start a handmade business. (laughs) Exactly that. And then, you know, you maybe sell like 20 earrings, but maybe you don't even profit because you have to buy all of your materials, right? In year one, or you profit a little bit. So you're going to file your taxes and your full time income or your spouse's income kind of offsets any taxes you would owe on your business. So you file and you're like, oh, I didn't owe anything. It's fine. And then the next year you go to file and you end up profiting $10,000 and you file taxes and you're like, oh shit, I owe $1,000. But you're like, I'm going to sign on this new client in two weeks. I'll just use that money to pay my tax bill. Not a huge deal. So you still haven't gotten like the kick in the ass to start saving. (laughs) But then the next year you triple, quadruple your income and now your tax bill is like $4,000. You don't have money in the bank for that. So you have to get on a payment plan. And then the problem is once you get on a payment plan for back taxes, you're thinking, well, how do I start saving taxes now when I'm using my discretionary income to pay back taxes? And that's what I call the OSHA cycle. So 
That does sound like, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> this yeah, is it's, like, it's, so, it's not good. No, I'm so thankful for Abby. Like I, <laughs> when I met Emily would have ended up on those. Oh I would have ended up in the, like the poster child for the oh shit cycle. If I had known Abby, she was like, pay yourself this much, save this much for taxes, reinvest this much. So I use that same percentage for my earring business. So I've been saving and profitable since month one. And I've been talking to other makers in the group and I'm like, wait, you haven't you haven't done what? Because what happens, I think like, again, math, adding numbers is hard, right? But it feels unrealistic to quadruple your business, but it's not when you're only making 3000 bucks or 5,000 or 10,000 or whatever, you're not going to keep quadruple. I mean, you might, but like it gets harder as you get older, but that year older, <laughs> as you get your business gets older, not you, you can do whatever the fuck you want, <laughs> but you're like year two, three, four of business, that easy quadruple. It's easy. That's easy to do from such a small amount. And I 100% so many people are in that spot that's terrifying yes and now just, just wait some... until your tax bill is tens of thousands and then <laughs> yeah. you can oh. tell me how you feel <laughs> oh yeah so just to give some context to this because i totally stole your idea and started doing profit reports on my own podcast okay so i did the breakdown where's the credit where's the tag <laughs> I know. I need to give you guys some tags. So my first year was only like a six months in business. I made $12,000. My second year, I made 30,000. My third year, which is last year, I grossed about 70 and I netted like 30, 35. But on that like profit of 35,000, because of the tax bracket my husband's in, I ended up owing $7,000 in taxes. Percentage wise, that's a lot. And if I had not been saving quarterly taxes, that would have been an oh shit moment for sure. Mm -hmm. And then of course, things just like kind of exponentially grow from there. Yeah, it's, it can be interesting, even, I mean, any scale, honestly, like, and how you feel about it, it continues to suck. I'm just saying, (laughs) (laughs) but but, have to do it and cry about it. Yeah, we can all feel frustrated together. But I do want to say, I, I know the temptation is real. Like as we start to approach the end of the year to be like, let me offload cash. and like, buy a new computer and a new phone and a new whatever. And even at our scale, I will tell you personally, Emily and I decided we always try to get something around our birthdays just because, Mm -hmm. but we are going to get new phones this year, but we decided to do maintenance on our computers and buy new computers next year. And for most of that, our machines will end up being somewhere between five and seven years old. And so we're not buying new equipment all the time. Like we are reinvesting, but not as much as you might think for a business of our scale. That's super smart. And I have, remind me to circle back later. I have two tips to help people get off the ocean cycle or to avoid it. Write it down. Yes. Perfect. But to follow up on Abby's note, that's super common. I see this all the time. People think that tax deductions are just free money and that's not how it works. My husband, and I'm like, no, 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 it's crazy. Stop it. So to give people an example for that, I use very, very simple math. So assume that you profit $100,000 in your business and Mm -hmm. you owe 10% tax. That's $10,000 in taxes. Mm -hmm. So if you were to spend $10,000 on new equipment, now your profit's $90,000 
If you assume that you're still paying 10% tax, now your tax is $9,000. So if we break that down, it means that you just spent $10,000 to save $1,000 in taxes. So what I always tell people to do is to think of a tax deduction, not as like free money or like really saving taxes. Instead, think of it as like a 10% discount on whatever it is that you're buying for your business. That's smart. And if at the end of the year, you're like, well, I really need a new computer. It's like, you're going to get a little bit of a tax break for that. But at the end of the day, if you don't need a new computer, you're just flushing flushing $9,000 down the toilet, mm-hmm. which is why if you ever really want Also, wanted- if your new computer costs $9,000, you have a bigger problem. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Leave it up to me though. I probably would find one. You guys, all I do, all I do on my computer is, is like- Hermes? Like what's happening? Oh, I, wish. <laughs> I was like, I really want to get the iMac Pro just because it's black, but like mm-hmm. all I do is word processing and like Google. So. <laughs> internet. That's it. The internet. Yeah. And it's a $5,000 computer. I anyway. Know. So, my suggestion is if you want to reduce your tax bill and you have extra money, put it into a tax deductible IRA of some kind. You can talk to your financial planner. That's the best thing to do. There we go. Guys, saving for your future instead. I, one of my favorite things that I do, which doesn't sound fun, but (laughs) I just get excited about it later, mostly because it means I'm stashing cash and I'm a saver. Okay. (laughs) But we have simple IRAs for like as a retirement saving strategy. And I max that puppy out every year. And so because of that, yes, I reduce what my payroll ends up being because it comes out of my paycheck. But instead of it being money spent, A, we don't have to pay, I don't have to pay taxes on that because it's tax-free savings. And like, I don't technically need it to live on, but if it means I get a cruise when I'm, you know, 50, sure. Like <laughs> hopefully cruises open back up when we're old again. I know. Yes. Is that 20 so, years from now? <laughs> so I've been getting really into this recently. I like yeah. since, since COVID started, I've gotten really into minimalism, like hyper minimalism and I've gotten into personal finance. I have <laughs> Maxing no, it. Well, I'm just trying to become a whole new woman and really cut down on my spending. So I would recommend for everyone, if they want to learn more about this, I love the book. I will teach you to be rich. It's a lot less brotastic than the title sounds. Okay. I just listened to this audio book last week. Very good. But he essentially tells you in what order you should start retirement saving. So if you're Mm. employed, do a 401k match first and then do a Roth IRA if you qualify, then do a separate simple IRA if you're self-employed, all that good stuff. Highly Mm. recommend. Um, Also, total money makeover is good if you're a Dave Ramsey fan, but it's a lot more simple. Sure, sure. Okay. Go back to the two tips. Okay. Also, I'm going to be a super douche and answer this call because it's Peloton scheduling my delivery. So Abby will take it from here. Do it. Do it. Abby, do you have a Peloton? No, I don't. I, I'm a saver. And I looked at the price and I was like, I could go to the gym for 10 years for the cost of buying one Peloton bike. So I'm yeah, going to keep right. going to Planet Fitness and ride okay, the bike well, there. You'll have to remind me to share my Peloton username with Emily later so we oh, can be Peloton for sure. friends. She will happily do that. But yeah, Love tell it. us about those two tips. Okay, so first tip is let's start with the people who are already on the OSHA cycle. So if that's okay. you, first thing is I don't want you to feel guilty because it's actually super common. So in my signature program, we cover back taxes. And from my experience, about one third of all my students owe at least one 
to multiple years on back taxes. So it feels really icky. We kind of have shame about it, but like we don't really share our credit scores like when we go to local business meetups. So like we also don't usually share our back taxes. So if you feel alone, that's I'm why. assuming it's the same as why you don't share your student loan debt. Like you Ex- just exactly just keep it to yourself. Keep going. And like, and I share all of those things because I have right. no sense of personal privacy. My husband does, so it's he doesn't. A personal enjoy that. problem. I'm a recovering overshare. Yes, I'm not even recovering yet. I just am. So. <laughs> The first tip is for people already on the oh shit cycle. This is what I like to teach people to do. So you need to figure out how much you should be saving for quarterly taxes based on your current income. And then you need to start saving it. Okay. So step number one, you actually have to start (laughs) saving it and then do the breakdown with all of your personal finances and your business finances to determine what amount of discretionary income you have left over each month. Leave a buffer because it's always good to have a buffer if you have a slow month, but take whatever's left over and then set up an installment plan with the IRS to put that amount of money towards your back taxes. Because if you're going to cut off the cycle, first you have to actually start saving for this year's taxes and then just make a plan to pay off the back taxes almost like if it's consumer debt for an old Mm -hmm. credit card that you've canceled. Because if you just are paying the back without saving for the current, you never get off the cycle. So that's my first tip. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get it set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Today's podcast is sponsored by Squarespace, the only all-in-one website platform we use and recommend to our clients. Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell your products and services all in one place. Visit squarespace.com slash boss project to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace has professional website templates with designs for nearly every category and use case. Start with a flexible template, then customize it to fit your unique needs. With Squarespace extensions, you can connect your website to vetted third-party tools to fully customize your website exactly the way you want it. Whether you sell services, products, or digital items, Squarespace has the tools you need for your online store. You can now host your videos on Squarespace and show them on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your videos with member areas. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash boss project to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash boss project. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire. We've had to weed through hundreds of applications in the past. We could have saved so much time if we'd used Indeed. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed. Yes, yeah. exactly. Tip for the people who are not on the cycle, but maybe if you're a newer business owner, I like to automate my tax savings. So this is, it's kind of like a cheat method I use. I use, it's actually a phone app called Capital. It's spelled Q-A-P-I-T-A-L. It looks like Quapital, but it's pronounced Capital. I was told by one of my people. People do that. (laughs) I know, right? I always call it Quapital and then everyone laughs at me. And I was like, well, if they wanted it to be pronounced Quapital or Capital, they should have spelled it. Then spell it right. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, I linked that to my business bank account and I have, they have, you can set up what's called the freelancer rule. And I have mine set up to automatically set aside 30% of every dollar my business brings in into a savings account. <laughs> Emily, you and need then, that. You I need mean, that. I do it. I just manually yeah. do it, but I yeah. do that. Yeah. The thing I really love about it is I'm on their paid plan. It's like $5 a month, but then I get a debit card that's linked to my savings account that I keep in my office desk. So once per quarter, I use that debit card just to pay the taxes directly from the app to the IRS, which is phenomenal. And then I also do profit first. So I use capital um, to auto save for taxes and profit. And I do like my my savings that kind of Dave Ramsey teaches all Mm -hmm. in capital that's automated. So, because otherwise, like I'm the person who's going to accidentally buy a Gucci wallet with my tax balance if it's yeah. like in any way linked to my personal finances. <laughs> I do a lot of this manually, but I'm also the person that literally I know what we need to make every day to hit our monthly minimum. I don't even know what the technical term is for us to break even. I know what we need to make every day to break even. And then I know what our goal is to hit our profit goal for that month. And so I'm the one logging into Stripe like seven times a day, just like watching dollar bills commit mostly because it like gives me joy to watch the number go up. And I'm like, oh, we're this much over this time last month. And I'm over here like I need to make $47 a month on my earring business in order to break even. So anything above that is great. $47 a month. It's I was like, I would, I would think that your Shopify account would at least be that much. Well, I pay for the annual plan. So like monthly, okay. yeah, it's it's more than 47. That isn't an accurate number, but it's not that much and it happens. And so I'm just like, I don't know what to do with all this extra money. Well, that's a quality problem, but <laughs> I love, I love that. Love that problem. And this really all comes down to just like self-awareness and discipline, right? So it yeah, sounds yeah. like Abby's very, very disciplined. I'm not that disciplined, but I'm self-aware enough to know that like my money is going to disappear if I don't have it. 
disappear from my bank account in a responsible way yeah. before I can make it disappear. So that's the way I have it structured. I know other people use YNAB for all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't really do that because like all the money's still in one bank account, which yeah. like means that I'm going to spend it. Yeah. So that's the nice thing is a lot of people just assume that if you're a tax professional or an attorney, you're like, Super, super type A and like really good at it and really organized. And I'm not like, I'm pretty sure my husband told me the other day that he's pretty sure that like I'm ADHD because I forget about everything Uh and I have no self-control. And so that's why I'm able to teach this stuff really well because I like, I get it. I I met someone. So I have taught Dave Ramsey's course several times over the last couple of years, mostly to other couples. So this is more on the personal finance side and I met one of the other instructors and similar story. He's in personal finance, but he started multiple six figures in debt and like clawing your way back out of that to live debt-free lifestyle can be a lot, but I will tell you it is possible regardless of what your personal spending behavior is. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily like living debt-free. It's not correlated to how you spend money at all. Yeah. And this is why I started teaching this framework that like I cover in my book and in my programs Mm -hmm. is because I help people with the business stuff. I'm not a certified financial planner. I don't really do that, but I realize these things are so intertwined, but like one of my, yeah, one of my core beliefs is that like, you shouldn't really be opening a 401k and like investing in like day trading stocks. If you don't know what you're doing and you owe the IRS money, like step number (laughs) Like step number one, you got to unfuck your biz. And that doesn't have to take years like building credit can. It can take just a few weeks or a couple months if you really dive in. So unfuck your biz first. And then I always tell, like I tell my students, if you go to a certified financial planner and you tell them I'm saving 26.5% of my business income for taxes, I pay myself this amount through salary, I have insurance, I have my LLC, you're like their dream client because you can tell them I have X amount of discretionary income. These are my long-term goals. How do we get started? So that's like my goal for everyone is to get to that point. And then when they get into personal finance, like I started to do and like Abby really has, then it's a great jumping off point. Yeah. Cause then you can start looking at it and say, oh, I already hit this goal. So every time I hit another one, it's one less year I have to work for the rest of my life, (laughs) which is like, it just makes me (laughs) happy. If I can get it so that I only have to work 10 more years. Oh, dream. Love it. Yeah, yeah, like like how you banker because I'm like <laughs> I don't know literally how to add. So if you could please handle my life for me, that'd be great. <laughs> Say my husband is super super responsible, so like I do the tax returns, but he actually physically manages all the money. Yes, <laughs> yes, I make all the money, and then he manages it. <laughs> beautiful, great beautiful. Relationship. <laughs> yes, I love that. Like how you said you you check your stripe obsessively. What I oh, started yeah. doing was I log every dollar I make every day, like in a notebook on my iPad. And my fit of minimalism, I got rid of all my paper notebooks and all my post-its because I don't want any paper in the house anymore. But like I write everything down and I'm kind of obsessive, but that's just what works for me. Why do you write it all down? That sounds like like it's you just need therapy. Like it's- <laughs> It's kind of fun because like I probably do, honestly. <laughs> I probably do. Um, for I mean for like lots of things. But <laughs> I used to I I used to be a bullet journaler, yeah. if you guys are familiar with yeah. bullet journal. And it's really trendy, it's really popular. I don't think it's really that scalable. So I mean 
not to be like too crass if that's really working for anyone. But I found for me, the bullet journal was really fun when I was like still kind of playing business. And then once I started getting really busy with meetings, I was like, all right, I got to have a calendar now. This is not going to (laughs) work. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel that. Yeah. Okay. So what else we're past? Okay. We're saving for taxes or we're fixing our shit when we haven't gotten our taxes paid. What are the other things we need to be thinking about? So you have to think about like, I've recently been getting very into vision and goal setting. Have either of you read Traction? Of yes, course we've I'm read. Okay. Do you Perfect. even listen to this show? Because we I, talk I'm, about our obsessive love for traction all the time. I'm obsessed. So like I make all my membership people, like we, they have to read Traction as soon as yes. they join the membership. And then they have to read like a money mindset book as well, because I think it's two prompts. So Traction gives okay. you the systems, then you have to have the mindset. Why was I talking about traction? Oh yeah, vision. So you have to know where you're going, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't really have that together. So it may seem kind of silly, but but I want you to actually think about where you want your business to be five years from now so you can get yourself in the mental mindset to eventually form an S-corp. And that seems like kind of wacky, but what I find is, and I think both of you can probably get this because I know you talked a lot about your journey and decreasing your business expenses. I talked to a lot of business owners who get up into six figures of income, but their profitability is so low and their cash flow is so sporadic that they cannot put themselves on a salary and therefore they can't get the tax benefits of an escort. So I want people to learn all these things before they're even necessarily ready to do it so they can yes. mentally prepare themselves and get their business bank accounts prepared as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Pay yourself. It, it's such a game changer though, yes. having a salary, yes. even when your business is still a little up and down and left and right, because I don't know any business that just has an uphill climb of income. Like that's just not realistic. Like it's always going to look like peaks and valleys and you're going to have certain times of the year that are more profitable than others or just busier than others or more dense with clients or launches or whatever. And the salary, especially for someone who loved the security aspect of that from a nine to five, it gives you that even if it's... It makes you feel really boss and my, like, you paid a salary. That's really cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. And and you have to like, you also have to start to learn where your peaks and valleys come, right? So about 50, yeah, about 50% of my audience are wedding professionals. Mm -hmm. um, Just because I got like really connected through Tuesdays together. So I know that like their peak seasons are usually my slow seasons. So I get really busy in Q4 and then also in Q1 and then summer's like really slow for me. So I can kind of anticipate that in my cash flow and plan accordingly, which is Mm -hmm. nice. What I think is really fun is once I start to talk about this a lot, a lot of people will tell me like, I'm not anywhere close to doing an S-corp yet, but I've set my target date to file at January 1st of 2022. And like, this is how I'm going to get my income there. And I love that. It's amazing. Because if you're not being intentional about where you want to go, like how are you going to get there? Well, and the reason you're even searching for that or reaching to do that, not only for the like benefit of being on payroll and having more of a predictable income, but I love it because you get a tax savings because you're earning money in multiple ways. You have the payroll aspect and then you have distributions and distributions are taxed at a different rate. And it's just a beautiful thing when you get there. Yes. And if any of you totally lost what Abby was saying with all of those words and tax rates Mm -hmm. and distributions, I actually fully explained that in my book. So hopefully now is a good time to plug that. Yeah. Yeah, Let's let's talk talk about about it. it. 
Okay, so the book is called Unfuck Your Biz. I just wrapped up all 63,000 words have been fully edited by my book editor. So it's going to the typesetter this week. It'll be good to go. But we have a free chapter if anyone wants to download it on your website, right? Yeah, bossproject.com slash Braden. Yes, so do not put a Y in my name. There's no Y. (laughs) That's offensive anyways. It's B-R-A-D-E-N, just six letters. And the free chapter that we're giving is all about LLC. So specifically, when you should switch from a sole proprietorship to an LLC, and I talk a little bit about S-Corps as well. And just a heads up, this is kind of top secret to us three and all of the hundreds of people who listen to your podcast episodes. Thousands, Um, come on. Thousands, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to short you. Hundreds of thousands (laughs) of people that will listen to this. After you download that chapter, I'm also gonna email you You'll go into a little bit of an email series and you'll get a couple other maybe snippets of the book as well. Yes. Love yes. that. Get those snippets and get your shit figured out. <laughs> yes. There's lots of analogies. You'll learn how LLCs are like the Wizard of Oz and how LLCs are also like mitosis if you're more of a science rather than an arts person. Uh, both of those in there. Oh, Lordy. I'm excited to read your book and just kind of get a refresh because even though I've are you doing, doing an audiobook of it yeah I'm yes. gonna do it literally everyone's asked me so i had a, several beta readers and they were reading it and they would send me voice memos on instagram like laughing and be like you have to do an audiobook and read this yourself literally and i was like i don't know if that's gonna work i feel like i come across as very monotone i don't know but maybe the jokes will read better if i read them we'll see only if you tell them like you would tell a joke like you're Michael, like funny read it like a podcast episode yeah. yeah. So I will. I'll have to get like, I'm going to have to get really animated with my go-go juice with my cold brew coffee. I'm going to have to record it while pumpkin cream cold brews are still in season and then it'll be really good. <laughs> so they're so I'm, good. Have you had one? Emily hates them. I'm offended. <gasps> first of oh all. Oh my God. It's so good. My husband you guys, so, handmade me one this morning. So I love that. So my favorite part time of the year is October and not because I love Halloween, unlike our mutual friend, Megan Maydell, who I teach all the time. (laughs) She's obsessed for all of us. She's obsessed enough for all of us. But every October I reread all of Harry Potter and I open the windows because it'll be like 58 degrees in San Diego. I use our Bluetooth speaker to listen to the Harry Potter instrumental soundtrack while I read and drink a pumpkin spice latte. It's a whole thing. Oh my gosh. Although I, side note, I did send a 12 foot tall skeleton to Megan the other day on DMs from Home Depot and I was like please buy this that's awesome you know yeah it's like a whole thing I even this year I gotta go like I'm probably gonna go to Sage at the mall to make sure I can get like the perfect essential oil for my diffuser to like Mm -hmm. really set the mood yeah to go with my pumpkin spice yeah you need something that smells like a broomstick I feel like to go along with Oh, yeah, I love that. So, Harry so Potter, the symphony though, real quick though. Uh, no, Potter, it's on symphony. my, it's on my to-do list. It will change Please. your life. When it opens back up and you're able to go, literally you will sob. You will cry. It is emotional and incredible and amazing. I'm here for it. That sounds like the best. But you all, like, if you can read Harry Potter with me and DM me on Instagram, or if you want to have even more fun, you can read my book that's all about taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Or so for sure, you guys, you have to get this free chapter. It only makes sense. I know sometimes learning about this is dry, but it's such an important aspect of what you're doing long-term in your business. And even if you're like, but I'm not 
Yes, you are, honey. Yes, you, are. you are taking yourself seriously. So you need to go to bossproject.com slash Braden, download the free chapter. Where else can they hang out with you online? So you can follow me on Instagram at Braden Adam Drake. Again, no why. Adam like the biblical figure, Drake like the rapper. So message me on there. You can also join my Facebook group called Braden's Besties creatives getting their legal and tax shit legit, which is very fun. You're both laughing. So what I always tell people is my best sales pitch is I tell you, it may not be fun, but it's not going to get any more fun than this. That I can promise you. That's true. Literally true. My husband loves your Facebook group and definitely like you spur random conversation at the dinner table. Like, (laughs) well, actually last night at midnight, I just got to put this side note in last night at midnight, we're laying in bed and he's like, you need to send me this, 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 because I need to have our shit together if you die. And I was like, okay, good night. Love you too. In my (laughs) sleep, are you murdering me or what's happening? Like life insurance or he's trying to get your trust in order? No. So Emily and I obviously have an operating agreement, buy-sell agreement, maybe not obviously. We do have an operating agreement and buy-sell agreement because we're a partnership, but Jared and I run a business together. I happen to own 100% of it and he just works for me. It just made sense like for tax reasons. Be. I know, I know. But <laughs> because of that, we just need to make sure that if anything were to ever happen to me, that he owns 100% of it after I would to go. Right, because I, I would I would guess that is your second business also an S-corp and then he gets paid as an employee? Um, not yet, but that's definitely the plan. So right yeah. now he's a very poorly underpaid contractor. <laughs> just make it work. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's got better it. All right. Well, that'll make sense. That yeah. she asked me a couple of weeks ago, or literally, we're just outside playing, and she just goes, Mama, how do we not die? Well, spoiler alert, <laughs> but I'm not ready to have that conversation with my three and a half year old. So I'm going to just, just tell her to you with bubbles. Did you just tell her to eat vegetables? I was like, Yeah, if you, if you like go to bed on time, then you won't die. It'll be fine. If you just go to sleep and shut the fuck up when you're trying to sleep, you won't die. It'll be fine. This is why I could not be a parent because I would literally say that though. (laughs) The conversations we have in our house. Oh Lord. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much for being here. You guys go grab your free chapter at bossproject.com slash Brayden. Go hang out with Brayden online. Get your shit figured out. Be the boss that you are. Make your money, be profitable, pay your taxes. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com.